0: Patreons back to the Facts of Geek, geek Life. Uh, I am the titular Charlie Carden, uh, joined, as always, by a special friend guest. I do have something, uh, someone new this week, my dear old friend, Candy McFarlane, a.k.a. Sweets for Sweets Cosplay, uh, here live with me after much ballyhoo and apparently personal injury. If you're looking at her on the YouTube, she, she had to get in a car crash in order to get here. So, Sweets, I'm glad that you're alive and you made it to the recording.
1: I'm happy for both of those things as well. (laughs)
0: Well, we're going to be doing something very special tonight, something very near uh, and dear to my heart that we're going to be recording is uh, we're going to start talking about The Simpsons. Uh, I have loved The Simpsons since. It started out as a series of shorts on the Tracy Ullman show in 1987. A lot of people who have been listening to Secret Friends for a long time uh, hear me talk about my childhood. Uh, My mom was a sales rep at the local Fox station here in Grand Rapids, Fox 17, uh, starting in about 1984 before there even was a Fox. So when Fox launched in 1987, as a matter of course, Fox was always on in this household. As you know, I live in the house that I grew up in, so it was in this household. In this very house is a house that is the house that. built or maintained. So The Simpsons was a very, very big part of that. So uh, I was super thrilled that we, you know when I had the concept to start this show, uh, I reached around to friends, collaborators, people in the community, um, and Sweets picked right up on this um, and uh, wanted to do this with me. So Sweets, tell us a little bit about yourself and kind of your history uh, of your love of The Simpsons.
1: Uh, well, I am... 45. So I fall right in that little, that area um, where we would have been growing up with it. And that's exactly what we did. So Sunday nights, um, Fox on Sunday nights was just like a family thing. So you had, you know, the Simpsons and the X-Files and uh, just, it was, the show was so funny and topical. Like looking back on it, it's been a lot of fun to kind of relive those, Mm -hmm. those moments of, just topical that if you weren't there and in, in the moment, you wouldn't get those references now. and
0: Right. Uh,
1: but they were, they, they had their finger on the pulse at the time. And, And even now,
0: so even, yeah, for a show that has been running, uh, you know, since 1990, uh, one of the, one of the longest running, not only, uh, animated programs of all time, but, but really any scripted program of any kind, uh, even eclipsing probably most soap operas at this point. So, well, let's get right into it. We're going to start with, uh, season four, which aired in, I believe I should, I should have made a note of this, probably the 1993 to 1994 season, if I'm not mistaken, I was in high school. That was my senior year in high school. I could be getting that date wrong so uh don't uh d- don't i mean i remember when i was in high school but i'm not sure if i got the season part of it right but we picked uh, through committee of the two of us we picked uh, a handful I think we picked seven episodes uh, to talk through I made you know kind of a modicum of notes but if you've got other thoughts we'll just jump right into it but uh, what I'll do is I'll, I'll read the name of the episode I'll kind of mirror it the way that we do over on code 47 my Star Trek show uh, I'll read the name of the episodes so the people who made it when it aired and then a little summary and we'll just we'll just jump right down into it and we'll have some fun so uh, in no particular order the first episode I have listed is the itchy and scratchy movie which is ep- as episode six of the season. Mm-hmm. Uh, directed by Rich Moore, written by John Schwartz Welder from November of 1992. Uh, at Springfield Elementary's uh, parent night, Mrs. Krabappel tells uh, Homer and Marge about Bar- uh, Bart's behavior. Wanting Bart to one day become Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, Homer decides to punish Bart. However, he never makes his punishment stick, and Bart continues on his destructive path. Marge confronts Homer and he agrees that next time he will make the punishment stick. Meanwhile, Bart finds out that Itchy and Scratchy the movie is about to hit theaters and immediately buys a ticket. However, when Bart one day forgets to watch Maggie, Homer bans Bart from ever seeing the movie. Uh, Bart tries everything to see the movie, but Homer refuses to budge. And after the movie closes, Homer declares that one day Bart will thank him. We do flash forward 40 years in the future. Homer and Bart, now (laughs) Chief Justice of the Supreme Court, decide to watch the movie together. Special note, first appearance of Bumblebee Man. Oh, oh, oh I know. There you go. Yeah. Um, boy, where do we even get started? I think we get started, uh, you know, I just kind of made a, a sub-column of kind of favorite moments. Uh, and this one kicked off with a fake... Movie trailer for uh, a Star Trek movie, and it yeah. was kind of w- w- kind of with the old cast, and it was uh, you know William Shatner sitting in the, the captain's chair saying, "I complain, but nobody listens." And they ask yeah, ask Scotty to reach for the controls. He says, "I'm too fat." It's <laughs> I Star reach Trek
1: the control panel.
0: <laughs> Star Trek. So very tired. Uh, anyway, so I've done I've done uh, a lot of the early talking. What are what are kind of some of your thoughts? Some of your favorite moments digging into Itchy and Scratchy the movie.
1: Uh I really loved Marge's um, fear of what Bart will t- turn into, um, and that was the the bang bang Bart in there.
0: Uh, <laughs> That's one of my nose. More <laughs> me low, baby. <laughs> <So low. laughs>
1: More um, me Bang bang Bart's pretty good, and uh, uh, now Grandpa gets to break your teeth. Like,
0: teeth <laughs> and he's like, "Oh, <laughs> right." <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's always a good one too.
0: Oh my gosh! Yeah, what, what are some of the other notes I have here? I said the th- the three R's: reading TV guide, writing to TV guide, and renewing TV guide. <laughs> <laughs> oh, or you know, uh, Krabappel reading through Bart's uh, in the parent teacher conference, reading through some of Bart's crimes, uh, and I just uh, picked a random one: replacing uh, my birth control pills with Tic Tacs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or later on, when Bart's trying to cover up uh, whatever he's doing, he says, "Oh boy, time really flies when you're reading." And he looks down the Bible. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, my gosh! <clears throat>
1: the sign um, that it just rains blood all over everyone <laughs> for the itchy and scratchy movie. The um, promoting the trailer and how they change it. You know, after the movie as well.
0: What was uh, the? I I I didn't make know what was the follow on. They Uh, changed it
1: to the barber college.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Blood shooting outside. There was blood shooting out from Oh my gosh. Uh and you know, I could have used Homer's advice a a few months ago because I was up for jury duty I didn't have to go, but his advice is the trick is to say you're prejudiced against all races. Thanks, Homer. That's a good one. Fortunately again, I didn't have to go, but that definitely would have been my strategy.
1: (laughs) I I I wouldn't take any advice from Homer.
0: You don't (laughs) think so? It just it just gets worse and worse. What about uh, what about neighborhood hoodlum uh, snake on a a regular (laughs) snake stealing a VCR? Oh, no, beta, (laughs) (laughs) which is funny because VCR is an obsolete technology now anyway. But it's hard to imagine there was a time when, you know, there was even, you know, there was one better than the other. So, um yeah. So, any uh, any any final thoughts? Again, you know, they just they just couldn't really do any wrong. Everything was a great giggle for as far as I was concerned.
1: Yeah, it was um, the little heartwarming moment at the end is always a, a nice call.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, six hundred fifty dollars to see yeah. a movie for two tickets, which doesn't <laughs> yeah. really seem that far off. And so, <laughs> two yeah. uh, so, Soylent Green, but hold the butter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right, cool. Well, let's move on uh, to our second selection, which is one of my absolute favorites. Episode 9 is Mr. Plow, uh, directed by Jim Jim Reardon, written by Jim Vitti from November of 1992. See, I was wrong. This is a 92-93 season, not the other way around, so this is even, even earlier still. So, uh, after Dem- <laughs> I love this. Ooh, I got him as good as he got me. Uh, Homer, uh, drunken in a snowstorm, drives home, crashes into both family cars in the driveway, uh, and Homer Takes the insurance money and buys a snowplow. See, that's what you need to do now. See, so right. y- you had that car. You had that car wreck. Take that insurance money, and you can become Mrs. Plow down there in uh, Jackson <laughs> County. Well, thanks. <laughs> okay. So I'm good. Yeah, no, yeah, you're good. Yeah, not 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 the new side 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 hustle that you need to yeah. enhance your life. <laughs> so yes, he bu- he buys a snowplow, meaning a truck, and starts a business plowing driveways, calling himself Mister Plow. Um, But his good friend Barney, inspired by his success, decides to start a rival company with the help of Linda Ronstant, which I absolutely just, first of all, I love Linda Ronstant, but it's just perfect. Yeah. Um, and, beca- and and so he becomes Mr. Plow and, uh, or excuse me, the Plow King and overshadows Homer's efforts. But in an effort to get it back, Homer tricks Barney into plowing the dangerous Widow's Peak, which gave me one of my absolute favorite lines, which I'll quote in a second here. Um, <laughs> Barney does so, but gets trapped in an avalanche, and Homer rushes to save him in the two decides to work together, but God melts all the snow and Homer missing his payments gets the truck repossessed anyway. <sighs> <laughs> oh man. Kicking off. Um, I, you know, and you know, RIP to Phil Hartman and his yeah. fantastic portrayal of Troy McClure. Um, we get one of his many, I'm Troy McClure. You may remember me from such in this one, it was the erotic adventures of Hercules, which <laughs> I, I don't, I don't want to know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh all right that was my kickoff well, g- give me some of your favorites
1: um I like when uh Homer is talking to the to the police about the accident and and he's got his little conversation in his head and he, <laughs> that he has to try and say out loud he says he goes, what is this Moe's? and like it's a pornography store <laughs> I was buying I was pornography,
0: buying pornography. <laughs> 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 oh who's watching <laughs> Who's watching TV at three seventeen a.m.? Alcoholics, the unemployable, <laughs> angry loners. Uh, <laughs> when when Homer produces his uh, his great his great commercial,
1: yeah, um, that really avant garde commercial that was.
0: Right, <laughs> very high on guard. Oh, I love when Homer's looking for new vehicles. Obviously, before he stumbles upon getting the plow truck, he's in the that that off off brand like Yugoslavian car lot, and the guy's like, "It's made by a country that no longer exists." And Homer tries to start. The guy gets says, "She's stalling. Put it in H." Put it in H. Like <laughs> goes
1: on like. Oh.
0: 30
1: hectares
0: of 30 30 hectares to the hogshead. there you go (laughs) um a couple of really great lines in here we have the waiting, you know the waiting game sucks let's let's play hungry hungry hippos todd and i throw that one out there every once in a while and then my absolute favorite again linda ronstant huge fan she's gotten a little bump lately with the the, one of her songs being in the last of us uh which which i uh, adore um Let's see here. Oh, yes. There's, of course, the <laughs> kiss my asphalt and the <laughs> and the uh, the awesome one. He's up on Widow's Peak uh, and Homer makes remarks that sure-footed is a mountain goat. And they show a goat <laughs> fall and fall and fall again. Yeah. <laughs> So i like that one anytime I'm in a, a somewhat unsettling situation, I go, sure-footed as a mountain goat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: sure-footed as a mountain goat.
0: Oh, my gosh. And the cringeworthy moments right at the end. Plow is repossessed, but Homer's still got the jacket, and it turns into a sexual role play in the bedroom. I'm glad they cut out when they did.
1: <laughs> I always like Marge's little giggle, though. She's got a cute little giggle. Aww. Marge's little giggle. But, um... Yeah, that's, well, the, the Mr. Plow jingle, my my brothers and I used to sing it all the time. <laughs> the
0: Mr. Plow jingle. Do-do-do, do-do-do. Um.
1: <gasps> Mr. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow.
0: I've got I've got two other great ones I've got uh, and I, this one I say absolutely all the time Bernie saying to uh, to t- when he plows Adam West's driveway who does he does he does a cameo at the beginning at the auto show right. and then he plows it and so that he can drive away in the Batmobile and of course Bernie says so long Superman your secret identity is safe with me all the time yeah. and then Homer is taking a call from the collection agency and he goes oh you want the Mister Plow who plows driveways this is Tony Plow you know from Leave It to Beaver long. Pau- <laughs> Yeah, they were gay. <laughs> uh, which president is on the ten thousand dollar bill? All of them. <laughs> oh my goodness! Oh, so okay. The, uh,
1: him trying to eat the key to the city also <laughs> was amazing. And
0: there are teeth marks on this. I thought yeah. it, was chocolate.
1: Oh, it was chocolate. And the and and so my favorite part of the whole episode is the sea shanties. Um,
0: uh, <laughs> oh, the on the, the set. On, yeah. Um,
1: for the captain, yeah, that was. Uh, oh
0: my gosh! Yeah. Oh machines. my goodness! Um, the, uh, humor that didn't age well. Back at the car show, there was a uh, Fourth Reich uh, Motors that yes. was a Nazi spoof. Yeah, I would, I would, I would probably stay away from that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, but of course, yeah. Um, <laughs> any final thoughts before we move on? Again, great episode, and the the, the Simpsons really, the Simpsons in general, I think, really holds their own. Um, with these great quotables. But again, I think I think it's, you know, it's it's really, really, really made off of kind of our own childhood experiences. So okay, well, we're just flying through these. Um, episode 12 of the season. Um, this is will go down in history. Greatest Simpson song of all time, Marge versus the Monorails, directed by Rich Moore and written by Conan O'Brien. This is where he got his start. His career began on The Simpsons. Uh, the Simpsons writer room was packed with serious muckety-mucks Harvard grads, you know, guys from the National Lampoon's Magazine at Harvard. Uh, there's one podcast I followed on and off where they, really, they talk about the writing was so biting and so sharp because they had guys who were Ivy League educated writers who were who were blowing this out, which is is nuts for an animated show on Fox. You know, in the '90s, it's like, well, these are some of the finest writers in the country. Uh, you know, so anyway, this is from January of 1993. Uh, after Mister Burns is caught storing his excess nuclear waste inside Springfield Park's trees, mm, too many bald children, uh, he is ordered to pay the town three million dollars. Or as Chief Quimby says, $2 million. (laughs) The town is originally set uh, to agree to fix Main Street, but the charismatic Lyle Landley, see I can do the voice, uh, and again, Phil Hartman, uh, interrupts and convinces the town to use the money to buy one of his monorails. The town embraces a suggestion and Homer is hired as a conductor. Wow, great choice. Uh, the only person uh, remaining not so pleased with the whole situation is Marge, who discovers suspicious evidence and visits a town that had previously purchased one of Lanley's monorails. She discovers that Lanley is indeed a con man and rushes back to town. And of course, they pepper it throughout the episode. His little drawings of me, suckers, money. <laughs> uh, <laughs> however, she arrives too late and the monorail has begun to operate. Uh, but Homer is then advised to use an anchor to stop the train, thus saving. The Passengers, uh, and great cameo by Leonard Nimoy. Spock himself. Weren't you one of the little rascals? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Where do we kick off? I love it. You know, when uh, at the beginning, when... um when Burns is busted by the EPA agency, says, "We caught you uh, in your little game of hide the ooze," which I think could have a lot of really unpleasant meetings. But I do love the nuclear squirrel that can that lasers the, lasers uh, the acorn, yeah. lasers the acorn and grabs it with his tongue. Yep. And of course, all those bald children are arousing suspicion. Those are my favorite. <laughs> oh, and then Homer reading the uh, comic strip section of the newspaper, and oh, Andy Cap, you wife beating drunk. <laughs> just really just not very pc um all right your thoughts take it away
1: also in the park that radioactive tree that had the tentacles that's (laughs) (laughs) that that was um a great one and um the the main street potholes
0: (laughs) (laughs) look at that pavement fly
1: (laughs) (laughs) looks way too much like um
0: any road michigan Michigan. yeah anywhere
1: michigan road (laughs) um but then when that that uh corn truck falls into it and the popcorn truck and then it like the whole pothole like <laughs> with popcorn.
0: Oh, poor Hans Mole Man. He dies in every, every appearance, day. doesn't he? he? He is immortal uh, and he he must be because he's so old already. But yeah, he can't be killed. It's amazing. Um, yes, I love Mr. Mr. Burns as Mr. Shnrub. I'm Mr. Shnrub because he's just wearing a mustache. He's trying to get his money back. And I'm from somewhere very far away. I also also use that one all the time. (laughs) Anyway, anyway, I I had to jump in. Please go ahead.
1: Oh, no, it's uh, Marlon Brando is (laughs) Truckasaurus. What? Marlon Brando is Truckasaurus.
0: Oh, my gosh.
1: Um, Uh, and... What well, my favorite part is at the end when Leonard Nimoy um, says, "My work here, it, it, my work is done here," and he's like, "You didn't do anything." He's like, "Did not,
0: didn't I?" And he disappears, yeah. Beams out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Barney Barney is the monorail foreman. Terrible choice. Uh, uh, while Homer's studying to become the the monorail operator, Bart takes real pride in him, and he says, Wow, Dad, I want to, you know, uh, you've inspired me. He says, you know you know what I want to do when I grow up. He says, or, or I don't know what the setup was. He says, you change your name to Homer Jr. The kids can call you Hoju. <laughs>
1: It's another line that we used to say all the time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Or you know when Homer is, then he's in the cab of the monorail, and uh, you know he opens oh the 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 door for the emergency brake, and it's family possums, and it's just a family possums in here, and he goes, I call the big one bitey. <laughs> oh my goodness let's see what else we have oh we have a re- the the uh return of poor lurleen lumpkin who was the country singer of back yeah. last season that lusted after homer but now she mm-hmm. has the same voice as lunch lady doris yes, ouch yes. that stuff yes there's my line where leonard nimoy says to quimby says do you know who i am i think so weren't you one of the little rascals <laughs> <laughs> this was somebody on twitter noted this they said uh uh Lyle Lanely is doing his quick getaway, and Lisa Thompson says, "Don't you want to see the monorail run?" um and He says, "Well, I have to. Get, I have to catch a plane." And she says, "But it only takes a minute. My plane leaves in less than a minute." <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Oh, geez, the cosmic ballet goes on. Does anyone yeah. want to switch seats? <laughs> yeah. Oh, um, do you- the monorail.
1: Uh, yes. Um, <laughs> The Mr. Burns Hannibal Lecter during the trial.
0: <laughs> yeah. The $3 million. Yeah. My wallet's in my right front pocket. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and what, what can we say about, uh, the monorail song oh my god now i have that songs in the key of springfield i had the cd which then you know became it was on my ipod and now it's on you know i have a subscription to amazon plus music which is how i listen to music all day every day and that one is a separate playlist so i'll be like I gotta hear some simpsons poop, and that is just that's the the top song i mean i bet i'll I'll bet anyone who's a fan of the Simpsons could probably knock that out one bit for bit yeah Oh my god. Monorail. Oh, the file photo of Homer with a, a thousand cigarettes in his mouth. I just love that. Oh my God. Let's see. Did I have any else, anyone else in here? Oh, so they're doing the, the wrap-up and oh donuts. Is there anything they can't do? Because when he throws the anchor down, it snags on lard lads, big donut. Right. But then the, the 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 vo at the end is going over some of the other terrible uh, inventions in Springfield, the Popsicle Skyscraper, <laughs> then flanked by the giant magnifying glass, which makes it catch on fire. And then my favorite is the escalator. that. Oh, it's Marge is doing the VO at the end. The escalator that went nowhere, and it's just, it goes on for probably like 15 seconds. It's just, yeah. yeah. Whoa! Mm, whoa! <laughs> oh, yeah, This is um th- this is top 10, I think, of any Simpsons episode. I just don't think there's anything else I could ever ever really catch up with it it's it's yeah. definitely definitely one of the favorite and like i said i don't know that this was the first uh like big solo script for conan o'brien who of course everybody knows who conan o'brien has gone on to you know maybe you know late night fame and stand-up fame and being an actor and such and such but um it was truly to me it was a work of art absolutely nailed it so any final thoughts before we move on
1: No, no, that that
0: summed up all my thoughts. Excellent. All right, moving on episode 15 is I Love Lisa, directed by Wes Archer. uh, Writer is Frank Mula from February 11 of 1993, so just before Valentine's Day in 1993, my senior year in high school when girls wouldn't touch me with a 10-foot pole. So I can guarantee I spent this Valentine's Day alone. Uh, But it's (laughs) Valentine's Day, and everyone in Lisa's class receives a card except... Ralph Wiggum. Out of pity, Lisa qu- quickly writes one up and gives it to him, which, and the card says...
1: I choo-choo chew, chew, choose you. Aww.
0: Uh, and gives it to Ralph much to his delight. Ralph quickly develops romantic interest in Lisa, but understandably she's not interested uh however she does not know how to get rid of him ralph invites her to go to crusty's 29th 29th anniversary special which i love hey 29 uh and she reluctantly accepts uh during a televised talk session with crusty talk to the audience uh, this is always death uh ralph declares that he loves her and lisa explodes and declares that she never liked Ralph. Ralph becomes heartbroken. For the President's Day play, Lisa is cast in the role... This was so great. Lisa is cast in the role of Martha Washington, and to her horror, Ralph gets the role of George Washington. She becomes very afraid that Ralph will embarrass her, but Ralph gives a rousing performance. After the play, Lisa and Ralph decide to be just friends. I... Love it. What a, what a great tale. Kicking it off with, uh, I love it because I worked in radio. I love W, you know, a W, or KBB, excuse me, it's K because they, they're on the West Coast. I just, when I was in LA recently, I had told the story to April. I said, well, you know, east of the Mississippi, radio stations start with a W, west of Mississippi, the radio stations start with a K. My dad taught me that when I was a kid. I try to impart that useless knowledge to everyone if I can. Oh, Hi. you have a cat visitor.
1: <clears throat> I, I have two. There, there's
0: one oh, my day. gosh. I'm day. in my I'm in my new studio space which is in the basement right of my now. house and I close the door because the litter boxes are down here. Not that I think that's an issue, but I know that they would just, they've been so needy lately since we got back from vacation. They just start yeah. meowing. Like in the night, it's almost, we had one of the first or second that we were back just kind of meowing and oh, oh, yeah. woke up, and kept us up half the night. But I digress. Uh, speaking of things related to love, I love that kicking off with a radio station twice that for the Valentine's Day song. Uh, is the monster mash (laughs) you played the wrong song didn't you because he tries to justify it well you know monsters lurching around dancing oh ned's valentine's day song the uh he takes the do you think i'm sexy by rod stewart and Mm -hmm. makes it g-rated yuck um anyway lots of good stuff take it away
1: well obviously just the choo choo choos me is like you know (laughs) perfect it's adorable um uh, Bart taking uh, the one of the hearts that they were going to serve for lunch and and having it explode out of his chest. <laughs> my baboon heart.
0: Oh my uh, god! What, and what were the hearts? The hearts. It was a big truck of. Uh, was it horse meat or what? It was like. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> what? Oh my god! Oh, can you uh, believe yeah. Flanders threw out a perfectly good toothbrush? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: crusty home pregnancy test that may cause birth (laughs) defects.
0: (laughs) I I don't even really know how that'd be possible. It's unimportant. Oh. Um,
1: And, uh, Ralphie's heart ripping in half, like oh, the moment, yeah. like when Bart yeah. keeps replaying the moment when Ralphie's heart keeps ripping. In
0: Aww. Half. Aww, oh my gosh! Oh, that I'm sorry, that was a line from Lunch Lady Doris when the the guy was dropping off the hearts. Said, "Just do your job, heart boy." Yeah, <laughs> uh, kick the truck to make all the hearts fall out of fall the out. dump truck. Oh my goodness! What else have I got here? Chief Wiggum's never underestimated uh, the appeal of man in uniform. While he's sitting there with his in his underpants, shooting the sh- shooting the walnuts with his gun on the kitchen table <laughs> oh my god uh oh yeah <laughs> really i keep my pants on in this version, in this version. <laughs> <laughs> oh no what one day people like us are gonna stand up to your crooked cops oh no have they set a date <laughs> and yes oh my god it, yeah instead of fire drill follies we'll now have the mediocre presidents what a great song we are the mediocre presidents you won't find our face on dollars or on cents i'm not going to sing the whole song but <laughs> again it's on that cd like, and if you did. don't have it yes and i and i still know it so but yeah R- ralph absolutely crushed it uh, in his portrayal of George Washington, Damn. I did uh, think it was kind of weird that they had an actual fire uh, on stage in a <laughs> elementary school play, but whatever, it's a cartoon. Uh, we get a good uh, groundskeeper Willie. We haven't had a good groundskeeper Willie uh, line yet in this uh, in the season, at least that we talked about. He said, "I didn't cry when my own father was hung for stealing a pig, but I'll cry now." <laughs> <laughs> oh no, but I like it. But yes, the 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 episode ends with. Uh, Ralph and Elisa having their cathartic moment where they mm-hmm. figure out that they can be friends and the radio comes back on still being Valentine's Day again it's the Monster Mash so Monster Mash. I mean how could that song not, not be considered romantic I like it so uh, Fire Drill Follies would love to have seen that that was my other note right. um, I don't know any other thoughts just, just great just yeah, great just stuff
1: great. Um, Bart's Nixon butt <laughs> that, that was pretty good
0: ab baby i'll be back unhand me yankee (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh all right moving right along this is funny this is the first time i've done uh one of the segments of the show where we're doing something that's a sitcom and that's uh that that's it. that's a half an hour so it's really it's going a lot it's going a lot faster and it's just we're just talking quotes and having fun this is as much yeah. fun as i've had doing this so i really i appreciate oh, you good. coming on here awesome. and, and hopefully yeah. we'll we'll go on to do more of these so anyway all right moving on episode 20 of the season is whacking day oh, oh. Oh yes. baby, very white. Yeah. Uh Jeff Lynch was the writer John Schwartzhelder come back into the directing from April of 1993. Bart is expelled from Springfield Elementary, which probably has happened like 50 times in the course of the series, but whatever. So Marge decides to homeschool him. Now, I mean, homeschooling is more of a thing now than it was back then, but whatever. Uh, especially especially during COVID. Uh Spring, Springfield's annual holiday arrives, Whacking Day, a day specifically designed to drive snakes into the town square and club them to death. Sounds great. Uh, most Springfielders celebrate the local holiday, but Lisa is appalled, uh, and pro, but her protests fall on deaf ears. Lisa and Bart manage to convince the town about the nightmare of wa- uh, Whacking Day, and Principal Skinner decides to allow Bart to return to school. Note first appearance of Superintendent or Super Nintendo, if you prefer, Chalmers. <laughs> <laughs> Super Nintendo Chalmers. Oh, this kicked off with a great while they were, because uh, uh, it was uh, Skinner's plan to round up. Uh, Jimbo Kearney and Nelson and then Bart, the most troublesome kids, and like stick them in storage storage basement B to yeah. to kind of sweep them under the rug for the visit. So as he's calling their name over the PA, you see that Nelson is outside with Millhouse on the ground, you know, and is stuffing leaves into his shirt. And I want you to keep filling up your shirt with crud until I get back. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah and right away the 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 dynamite chemistry between chalmers and skinner it's always the children's fault isn't it seymour yes yes it is (laughs) (laughs) i just i really i just absolutely think and we get what's that rattle what's a battle (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh all right so that's enough for me uh take take it away what are your kind of some of your favorite moments here uh
1: when um Bart when they get into Bart's desk and the seagulls fly in to like get all the garbage and stuff <laughs> coming out of his
0: desk. Rack, rack. She's chasing after her with a broom.
1: And that's one of the the just the, the little silly non sequiturs that are that I love about The Simpsons. Like some of the best moments in the episodes have nothing to do with anything that makes sense. You know what I mean? It's just like a silly little dumb visual um that makes yeah. you chuckle. So
0: Absolutely. Um, No, it's, it's a hallmark of the series without a doubt. It
1: is. Yeah. Just wonderful. Um, uh, Bart, or I'm sorry, uh, grandpa is the uh, German cabaret singer. (laughs) uh, Boy,
0: they, boy, they had designers. I I did wear a dress for a period in the forties. Oh, they had designers (laughs) back then.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Marge getting overly excited about the whacking
0: stick. Oh whoa. <laughs> 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 Ooh, that was a little uncomfortable. <laughs>
1: yeah. It was yeah, a little he's he's whacking in the living room and she's uh getting real wound up about it.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Yes. Um and uh <laughs> uh do you remember that when daddy hit the referee?
0: <laughs> yeah, with kid. the whiskey bottle. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, my God. What are some of the great ones I have? Oh, I love uh, uh, with Lunch Lady Dora. She's also the nurse and uh, Chalmers question. I get two paychecks this way. Uh, (laughs) And then uh, Kent Brackman is on the news described. It says a tradition called distasteful and puerile by a panel of hillbillies. (laughs) And who can forget, and again, you had mentioned it, uh, Homer's little thought bubble when he's, you know, trying to deep thinking about something that's happening. And it's him in a devil's costume dancing over his own grave. I am evil Homer. <laughs> I am evil Homer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's a uh, there's a toss out to Oliver Stone, who's a very controversial filmmaker in the 90s. Um, oh, yes. And like you said, squeeze your rage into a bitter little ball and release it at an appropriate time. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, so, yeah, let's see here, and then, of course, appearance by amazing r and b singer, yeah. the late Very barry White singing his uh song uh to draw all the snakes away, so they won't get whacked, and they all uh end up in the Simpsons house, and it's revealed that uh and this is this this is hurtful to people like you and me uh whacking day an excuse to beat up the irish oh i candy and i are both of irish descent so mm-hmm. oh well that's just how they stick it to our people they always have oh yeah. well oh we, we get a very classic grandpa line in this i hate everything but matlock Ooh, it's on now <clears throat> <laughs> you're nothing but a pack of fickle mush heads which quimby says when everybody <laughs> he's right give us hell quimby <laughs> oh my gosh and then yeah at the i I love i love the end of it because it's a skinner realizes when he says yes bart you can come back to school and be reunited with your classmates jimbo kearney and he realizes he never let them out and he's like so they're on a truck and he's like "Uh, mountain bikes he says do you think they're still alive and he says if not we ride this thing to mexico (laughs) and uh, he just goes i'll turn you the first toll booth (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. Okay. So I actually, is this last one? Not quite. I, I jumped backwards on this one. I did, I did a little bit bad. bad. We got two left, uh, but I jumped a little bit backwards with this one. So we go all the way back to episode one of the season. And again, an absolute classic Camp Krusty. This was directed yeah. by Mark kirkland written by david m stern from september of 1992 bart and lisa go to camp Krusty for the summer in order to have a break from their parents and vice versa and meet crusty the clown however their promises for a fun summer at camp crusty are broken when the director of the camp mr black is revealed to be a ferocious accountant and the camp counselors are the three teenage police from the school Ju- Ju- juno carney or uh, jimbo carney and nelson I remember. Uh, Meanwhile, Homer is rejuvenated with the kids gone and begins to regrow his hair and lose weight, which is, I mean, lose weight. Yes, regrow hair. Uh, You'd have to get hair plugs or something. You know, (laughs) I'll deride that logic. Uh, All of the kids at the camp are treated horribly, and Bart survives by clinging to the promise that Krusty himself will soon arrive. However, when that doesn't happen, Bart leads the campers in a rebellion, and they eventually take over the camp homer sees a news report and immediately loses his hair and gains his lost weight (laughs) (laughs) the real crusty this the end of this is the greatest and i have this is a song i know i have on on rotation on one of my playlists on amazon His is that we're going to the happiest place on earth he takes all the kids to tijuana and it's just it's portrayed in a series of vignettes at the end but um yeah yikes um but we'll get to that at the end. So, uh, yeah, I love Last Day of School. Bart's report card is all F-minuses, which, I mean, I, I never got a grade that bad, but I suppose it's possible. And it's awesome. Destroying the school is cool. The vignette of them burning the books, not so much. Again, we, you know, kind of like the Fourth Reich Motors back in the Mr. Plow episode. Probably ought to stay away from the Nazi humor. So, you know, shame on you guys. But, uh, all right. And then uh, and I'll, I'll cap mine up before I kick it over with another one of my favorite uh homer lines and this definitely worked in this house when you're 18 you're out the door (laughs) (laughs) all right take it away
1: uh ralphie's appearance is different in this episode Um, oh really the first first couple of episodes of the fourth season um the characters were still getting a little flushed out so um ralphie looks different in this in this episode
0: Um, that's weird
1: don't believe he speaks either Um,
0: oh okay I know, I know. Martin shows up because they send him to Fat Camp. But yeah, Martin um, shows
1: up. Yeah, nope, Ralphie's just kind of there. You can tell that it's Ralphie, but he's just yeah. Slightly
0: That's weird. Not, he must not, have,
1: not rounded out yet.
0: He must have um, not gotten much play in season three if if they were <laughs> still because uh, because but you know by later in the in the season he has his own episode and he's so. got his own
1: episode yeah, um, so. There's a couple of um, adult humor that kind of flies past you when you're younger. Uh, yeah. So one of them is Bart's locker combination, which is thirty-six, 24,
0: 36. And <laughs> Didn't fly past me. I was <laughs> a 17-year-old boy. <laughs> How old
1: was I? I was only, I was like 15, I think. Oh, I
0: think my. I, <laughs>
1: but I mean, like, I, you know. Got the reference, but again, this is a cartoon. Yes,
0: you know, exactly.
1: And, you know, and so it was kind of like more adult humor. And um, the the part where uh, they're getting ready to leave for camp and Marge tells Lisa to be careful of leaves of three leave it be and and homer says leaves a four, a four
0: eat, some, eat more. some more oh boy you see and that i didn't get either but again like i said you get a little older and understand you know such things and it, it becomes a little bit more evidence so oh yes fat yeah fat camp for daddy's chubby little secret <laughs> Yeah, and i love the mr black the uh the the uh generic uh recording that i'll leave you in the hands of my very yeah. good friend mr black mr. uh black. I love the the, 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 some of the camping, uh, tortures, uh, shut up and eat your pine cone. <laughs> <laughs> hey Simpson, tell your mom her cookies suck. <laughs> I no longer fear hell because I've been to camp crusty uh, i am so come on bart i am so crunchy the clown <laughs> and mr black and crusty crusty does have uh laryngitis and a bad back so he won't be saying anything or doing anything <laughs> oh my god and then like I, the last three bullet points are, and my friend, my friend Brian Cole likes to quote this one They drove a dump truck of money up to my house. I'm not made of stone, as far as why he signed off on the terrible camp. And then, yes, he says, I'm going to make it all up to you, kids get ready for two weeks at the happiest place on earth, Tijuana, and they show this big vignette of him taking them down. And he takes them to a cockfight, and he's passed out in the street with a tequila bottle in his hand, and then they're driving away in the truck, and then that's one, and then the next shot, the truck's further on, and Krusty's chasing after it, so. Right. Uh, I mean, what a just, and what a, and again, what a great way to start the season, not only because it's like, well, you know, as kids we're all back to school, and you know, for teenagers like us, we're like, well, we really don't go to summer camp anymore, but just think if we went to summer camp and it was you know right. this corporate nightmare um yeah good stuff yeah uh i uh, rolling back a little bit homer uh before they go you know just best dad ever you've got little hands can you reach down and pull that roller skate out of the lawn? <laughs> <laughs> camp C- and and of course camp crusty built on an actual indian burial, indian ground. burial ground that's yeah. awesome oh good yeah, stuff no, any other things yeah you I, go ahead, please.
1: Yeah, it's just um the noises they make when they're eating—they still do that ravenous, like
0: you know, <laughs> and of the food it's
1: and <laughs> pigs at a trough. Yeah, cracks me up every time.
0: And Marge is like, this "Is the last?" And Marge gets all teary. Actually, the mm-hmm. last time we'll be eating together for months. Oh my gosh! All right, well, I'm gonna wrap this one off. And this is tough because picking a favorite is difficult, but for me, even more so than the monorail one is, uh, as far as quotables is, is this last episode we have, and this would be. Uh, episode 11, which is Homer's Triple Bypass. And I chuckle, but my, my, my dad's younger brother, my uncle Chris, just had a successful quadruple bypass. Uh, he's 62. And so that is mm. that part of it kind of hits home. But I watched this again before that all went down, but I'm glad he's doing okay. But this is obviously played for laughs because you know that, you know, Homer's never really in any danger. But at any rate, yes, Homer Triple Bypass, uh, uh, directed by David Silverman, written by Gary Apple and Michael. Carrington from December of 1992. Uh, due to his many years of eating unhealthy foods, Homer suffers a heart attack and needs triple bypass surgery. Uh, but he has to choose. This is ridiculous. He has to choo- choose. This is choosing your health care options. Huh? Hopefully it's not, it's not really this bad. Choose between the $40,000 operation set by Dr. Julius Hibbert, which he cannot afford, or the $129,95 operation profound, uh, performed by the spectacular Dr. Nick Riviera. When he chooses the cheaper surgery, Homer begins to accept that he might die. However, the operation goes well with a little help from Lisa. Doctor Nick saves Homer's life. <laughs> I mean, oh my God! We got uh, we a couple of r- rapid fire quotes to get started. Um, they're watching an episode of Cops in the beginning, which is just about the Springfield cops and. Uh, you see Wiggum and, and he, snake drives away and he says, uh, you know, subject is driving a car in the direction of the place that sells chili. Subject <laughs> is hatless, repeat hatless. And then Homer says, Oh God, I can't wait till they throw his hatless butt in jail. <laughs> All right. Your turn.
1: Uh, well, to continue with the, the bad cops, um, theme song, um, when they're fighting the mummy, <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you can stop a, um, a a mummy with gunfire. Everybody knows that.
1: Yeah, uh, bed goes up, bed goes bed down. goes down, bed goes down, <laughs> bed goes down. Uh, and the uh, the the one nine hundred doctorb.
0: The B is, B for, is bargain. for bargain,
1: <laughs> uh, and also the the heart picture in picture, um, where you can see like Doctor <laughs> Hibbert talking to him about you know his heart and and keeps right. doing good and bad news alternately and it keeps going faster and then slowing down and then speeding up and, uh, <laughs> and then uh, look at that blubber fly <laughs> oh
0: my god oh i like the radioactive die but doctor this is a radioactive dye which lets us see all the systems of your body but doctor i haven't inserted the die yet can- cancel, <laughs> my, can- can- cancel my afternoon <laughs> oh great homer uh flashback where yeah uh you got grandpa who is thinking about, you know, Homer is young and he's singing in church. Um, oh yeah in the nursery yeah you see homer in the nursery he's sucking out a piece of pizza and <laughs> he's like, how did he get that and the nurse goes meh and then yeah he's singing and he's singing in church and he's got this amazing falsetto and grandpa's in the pews he says my homer is gonna make me a millionaire and then he goes he's singing what is, is he singing ave maria or he's silent night or something and then oh hey my voice changed oh night when christ was born <laughs> oh my goodness uh, yeah, and, and he's <clears throat> has a, having a meeting with doctor or with Doctor Burns with Mister Burns, and he has another one of his heart attacks, and he says, "Oh, send the so, oh." He has an out of body experience, and he, uh and then Mister Burns says, uh, send the widow a ham," and he goes, Woo, and he goes back into his body. Turi's <laughs> still on. alive. Cancel the ham. Don't. <clears throat> <laughs> Cancel oh, and again you know the, the whole concept of you know you think that it's a life-saving operation and they would just kind of do it but they're not like well you can either pay forty thousand dollars or one hundred twenty nine dollars or we'll just let you die but uh yes oh oh, oh and he when he's in the hospital finally getting and re- he's in pre-op flanders is in the bed next to him and flander goes if i could give you my heart homer i would shut up Flanders <laughs> oh and the great the great uh, aside in Sunday school and they come back right in and, and the you know it's a the ellipsis the the the, uh, the teachers is finishing up and that's why God causes train wrecks <laughs> oh
1: we're eating fondue in bed <laughs>
0: <laughs> or just in the beginning when they're watching cops in bed and he's got uh he's got a turkey and a pizza yeah. and all this oh my god all this different stuff um let's we have a we have a few uh a few great ones to wrap it up um let's see here when he uh he's uh, lisa whispers in Uh, Homer's ear because he's like trying to last words to his potential last words to his kids and she says something very heartfelt uh, you know to Bart through him and then uh, Bart does the same and she says and Homer mirrors he says Lisa I just want you to know that you're adopted and I don't like you Bart! Oh, my God. And then doc, Dr. Nick, obviously, he's he's got the procedure on a VHS tape, which gets taped over with the end of the girls of spring break. Not helpful. And then as we're winding out, uh, Dr. Nick is accosted by one of his former patients, uh, to which he says, my old friend, Mr. McGregor, with a leg for an arm and an arm yeah, for a I leg. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. What uh what what were some other gold moments for you here? That's, Anything?
1: I mean that's those are those are it. Yeah, that's that wraps that up. Like it's it's perfect. It's a great episode.
0: Oh my gosh. Yeah, no doubt about it. Well, cool. All right. All right. Season wrap-up. Again, I know we only we had seven episodes here, and there's typically twenty or twenty-four in a season back in the old days, but um of the ones either of the ones that we watched or maybe of some of the ones we didn't cuz I know that you when we were talking you just kept watching so obviously you watched yeah. a few more of these so um overall favorite of the season
1: uh treehouse of terror like of, of horror i mean um yeah. that is like um the all of them i've always yeah. loved them they've always been like my most favorite because as you know i just love halloween in general and right. like and that that particular season was
0: yeah was, what were oh, okay. what what were some of the highlights of that particular one? It's not, not oh, coming to mind for right me really. Look, cause look I have at the nothing no- I know you see that's why notes are so good. I do I do them on the Googles, which is why you see me looking over here to the right because I'm right, the, right. my, my well, two I mean, screen experience the, here. Yeah,
1: when I'm sitting on the couch watching, I'm just like
0: right. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah, right. So uh, well, Dar- Bart dressed up as a Clockwork Orange. Um,
0: no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I hadn't know. seen that movie until recent years, and it's really very disturbing. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it is very disturbing. It's very, very st- disturbing. Um, uh, is, uh, oh my goodness!
0: Your notes oh, are letting okay. you down. Yep.
1: They are. They are letting me down. Okay, so this is the uh, the one that's got the crusty doll that uh, <laughs> is possessed. And
0: I'm gonna Homer Simpson. I'm gonna kill you. Ooh, didn't even pull the string that time. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Exactly. Exactly. And then he makes him like his little slave at the end, you know, <laughs> right. with, like a can of beer and his right. And
0: right. Um, and then he goes to live in Barbie stream or his Malibu Stacy dream house. And uh, coming home to you, baby makes it all worthwhile and her head falls off.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And, um, The, them trying to resurrect, um, poor little snowball and
0: and all the zombies,
1: all the zombies come out of the grave and
0: zombie Shakespeare, which is amazing that all these historical figures are buried in the Springfield cemetery.
1: Yeah, And, uh, (laughs) Bart wearing the thriller album on his head and (laughs) he's like (laughs) chanting. Oh boy. (laughs) Oh my goodness. and, um, And then the, the Homer, um, was the, uh, the King Homer. Like oh god yes oh
0: my gosh good really,
1: stuff I must snoot at this gas bomb
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness all right well for the favorite for me not hard to, I mean I just said it but I, w- I I was gushing obviously all over the monorail but the Homer's triple bypass uh was without a doubt uh for me the most quotable and 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 just the most most endeared so um I didn't really prepare you for this one but do you have a least favorite um
1: I don't particularly like the um the Marge um doing the the musical. Um
0: oh the streetcar you know, the streetcar uh, streetcar street named Desire, yeah.
1: Um that one is it has John Lovitz in it who I love, but like in general, it's it's just too much of the screaming Stella over and over again.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and it's just kind of like annoying
0: dun-dun-dun-dun-dun streetcar yeah exactly. <laughs> but, uh, oh yeah. I I hate and love clip shows um it was a big mm-hmm. thing back in the day so I'm just mm-hmm. kind of like eh. I mean they still find a way to, to kind of spice it up and, and make it um make it a, a, kind of more exciting, but, um, but yeah, I thought it was kind of Dudsville. So, all right, well to end things, um, and you might have to pull this out of thin air or it could be something that we've already talked about, but top quote of the season. Can you think of one? Um, I mean, hopefully I picked the best episodes here. So it's one that yeah, we've already talked about. Yeah,
1: it is probably one we've already talked about. Um, look at that blubber fly. <laughs> <laughs> It's sticking in my head right now. Oh. Um, cause I can just, it's such, it brings such a visual of him. like, like? <laughs>
0: If
1: I had to pick one gun to my head, that's going to be it right now.
0: I love the one. And it, I think it goes all the way back to our first episode, but it's when they're at the, the PTA before they go off to the, to the parent teacher conferences and, uh, the kids are talking, they're talking to the kids and, and he says, all right, we'll stop off. And, uh, oh no, no, excuse me. I, I'm mixing this up in my head. It's, um, uh, talking about good people living and good people, you know, good people live, bad people die. And it was from the the triple bypass episode and it's Homer talking about Lincoln and he's trying to pull it out. And he says, what did, what, what did Abraham Lincoln do to deserve to die? And Homer says, um, he sold poison milk to school children. <laughs> <laughs> did he? I don't know. I mean, he also killed vampires. I re- I remember yeah, that. Yeah, I've seen that. So. Movie. Oh my gosh. Well, that, that is it. And I can't believe we pulled almost an hour out of this. I was like, how is this going to go? Cause this was, this was an experiment for me. This is about the fifth or sixth episode of this show that we've done, which again, it's, it's exclusive to, um, to those who are our Patreon subscribers. And we're very grateful for you guys. Um, So we love you guys, but Candy, where do people find you out there on the interwebs and in person and all that kind of fun stuff. Tell us a little bit about what you do. Probably should have started that way, but here we are. Mm.
1: Probably. Um, so I am a cosplayer known as Sweets for a Sweet Cosplay. So that's Sweets, the number four, a suite. Um, you can find me on all the things. Um, so I'm on all the socials as at Sweets for a Sweet. And uh, I've been cosplaying since about 2011 and uh, cosplay a lot of characters from um, Disney and the Muppets and um, just kind of pop culture in general um, and, uh, try to promote body positivity in cosplay.
0: Absolutely. And you do a fantastic Selma, which potentially you might grace us with that at the uh, future recording. So what do you say? I'm going to put you on the spot. Did you enjoy doing this? Are you going to come back yeah. for another one? Oh, yeah. All yeah. right. Good deal. Yeah. Cause we want to, you know, over the course of doing this program, we want to keep doing these talk about the Simpsons. So, well, yeah. Candy, thank you for being my guest. You have crushed it. I uh, loved having you and I can't wait to come back and do some more of these. So, uh, As always, you can find me out there uh, primarily uh, on Twitter uh, uh, as at the C3. Go ahead and spell it out. Uh, My lovely wife April and I, of course, do run the USS Grand Petoskey that is one of the largest chapters of the Star Trek International Fan Club uh, in the world and certainly here in West Michigan. You can find us at a website of that address and across most socials as such. Uh, I'm going to bid you adieu, my good friends. Patreon. Trans subscribers. Thanks for being there. I'm going to tell you that sharing is caring and to keep on trucking.